0: Welcome to "What a Time to Be Alive," the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say "What a Time to Be Alive." And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Yudin. Folks, welcome to "What a Time to Be Alive," the only podcast counting down things that week. Thanks for this, title podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan.
1: I'm Kath Barbadoro. Eli has done a baby Jessica this week. He fell down a well. The news has gathered. <laughs> it's weird it, that someone so tall can get stuck in a hole, but yeah, it it's not even that
0: deep a well. It's just like he can't get to the top when he jumps, but they still have to like coordinate the response. You know, all the different People agencies just, like, have got to...
1: stuck in a divot. It's not even <laughs> no one's getting water out of it. He just like fell into a hole.
0: So, he'll be out of there hopefully.
1: Hopefully. He can uh, he can get another inch on his vertical leap. But uh, instead of Eli this week, we have a wonderful guest. Kate Willett is here.
2: Hi, Kate. Hello. How's it going?
1: It's going great. Uh, w- uh, disclaimer for everyone listening to this podcast. I slept for like about an hour and a half last night. So I'm oh, very God. sorry for how this is about. Why do you want me to go to sleep so bad, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm Juice Robinson, screaming about sleep. I'm going to watch him wrestle later. Uh, how are you guys?
2: I'm, I'm in good. Austin. I... Yeah, it's hot. Sorry. <laughs>
0: it it looks pretty hotter. Or... You've, you've got a, <laughs> you've got a, like a window in the background, so it looks like you're on the surface of the sun because of the way the yeah. camera is. So it's, yeah, that's really, Danny Eli, Boyle, our... Sunshine, 2007. That's, that's what we're <laughs> looking at right now.
1: Shelby, I admire your restraint for only playing one soundbite from that AC commercial and not the entire AC commercial because I feel like you want to. We all know all the dialogue from it, so thank you for putting it on the soundboard. I'll call now. I cannot live another day without air conditioning. Says tomorrow's gonna be hotter. (laughs) Hotter?
0: Like yesterday.
1: Yesterday? Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You call now. This is like culture. What's the to say about tomorrow? Lost gorgeous
0: no, to Cool. I'll call now.
1: Yesterday, you said you'd call yesterday.
0: I mean, it's it's one of those uh yeah, it, that I feel like that aired for a while. It's obviously not airing now because Sears like barely exists. I feel like um is, is Sears like fully one of those like online only things, or, or are there still Sears stores?
1: I think there are still stores, but I don't know if they have anything in them. You know?
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're
1: open, but there's only, like, a couple things you can buy there.
0: That's there, that's
2: what I'm envisioning a Sears is like.
0: Right. Because there are I some... Think, mem- go ahead.
2: Uh, I was just going to say, I think they do auto repair and tire repair there. I'm pretty sure. No. Okay, okay. So,
0: there's still, like, some of the... Right. They spun off that part of the business or something, maybe. Yeah. I. Uh, um, that's, like, a very memorable ad. It's not... Like, the, like the all-time champ, I think... I don't know if this is the longest running commercial ever or anything but is the uh they do exist M&Ms with Santa Claus? That's been that's <laughs> been on the air for like 25 years. Like that that is really? like longer. Oh yeah. Um let's see when it I first I guess it's aired. just so
1: timeless. You don't realize right. it's that old.
0: All right. So John Lovitz is getting paid whatever he gets paid every year for that for doing the for doing like saying like 10 words maybe as Red cuz like that he's not even you know in, uh let's see. 20 years later. So yeah, let's 90, 90, 90 Yeah, 90... <laughs> sure of course you have it uh 1996 do exist so uh if, do you think if that, have they
1: like redone the animation since then
0: no it's just it's they just run the ad it's genius i don't know i never met the guy <laughs> i don't know i don't know if they upcycle it like to make it look better on hd because obviously it's not it was not shot in like right one, you know i don't know if they they send it was in the shot on, like,
1: vhs it right. was like a home camcorder
0: yeah it was it was in one of those cameras where you like had the little tape that got put into the bigger tape, like the actual VHS yeah, tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they shot it. Um, <laughs> but it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it, it's it's still out. It, uh, I, I feel like I saw it this, this past holiday season. I, I don't know for sure. but um, For
1: a product that really does not need advertising at all. That and it's not pretty like
0: pretty M&Ms and Christmas are not really, there's no realist. I mean, I guess they created the association through the power of uh, advertising. But, you know, other than like, you, I guess you get that like, You know, that thin plastic tube of red and green M&M's, you know, like Mm, the looks
2: like a candy cane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Oh,
2: yeah. (laughs) I told somebody at a comedy festival last year about the child rumor that green M&M's make you horny. And he hadn't ever heard it before. Did you guys have that rumor in elementary school? No. Is that because of the sexy green M&M? No, but that's why the green M&M is sexy. It's because that is a long standing urban legend (laughs) that green M&M's make you horny.
0: Interesting. I um, didn't know
2: that. I
1: ours was that uh, Mountain Dew made you horny.
2: Did you guys have that one? <laughs> no.
0: I thought um, ours was that Mountain Dew like made you infertile, like it like destroyed you your sperm count yeah. or something. Which is like See, not I a thing no for kids to be worrying sperm about.
2: Count.
1: <laughs> I love all these eight year olds being worried about their sperm count.
0: My motility. <laughs> it's like what? Go, get out of here. <laughs> it
2: was yellow number yeah. five. Yeah, Yellow well, number okay. five,
1: okay. I think like probably some kid heard like didn't know what infertility was, but knew it had to do with dicks, and so it was like Mountain Dew makes you horny, and then that became became the rumor. What other what
2: other
1: <laughs> rumored aphrodisiac <laughs> snacks did you have as children?
2: Oysters, oysters were. Cons- I, I I feel like oysters oyster. still
1: people still think oysters are like make you horny, which is that- nasty. For I, the yeah. record, I feel like
0: oysters are a canonical, like aphrodisiac food. Like that's one of the ones that like people like, even like people who are cranks, you know, about that yeah. kind of stuff are like. yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, but which I yeah, think they're so just sexy. It's because you only
1: eat them. You only eat them when you're like f- doing something fancy. Maybe and, like, yeah. Do, having like a because like you would eat them at like an anniversary dinner or something. You know what I right. mean? Because they're like expensive. Because they
0: like but, don't uh, make you full. That's like the only like like value.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you the real reason people think it is, but it's kind of it's gross. I it's because
1: it is like eating pussy, right? Yes, like it's supposed to, which is yeah. <laughs> so
2: disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> like if if somebody was like, "Oh, this tastes like oysters," I would move to another city. Uh, I would
1: not <laughs> be. I hope flattered. it's not because of the taste. That's horrible. It's I, supposed I thought to it be because yeah. of the. I thought it was because of the action of eating it. Is like sexual to nasty pervert gross people. I don't I hope it's not cuz of the taste. That is very upsetting to me. Yeah, it's
2: gross. Yeah, yeah. I, don't
0: care, I don't care for any I don't care for this. Uh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I mean I mean it it's sort of obvious in retrospect now that you've said it like that like, cuz otherwise like did they like do some kind of like where did that where did that come from? Like anecdotal evidence like these people have, you know, like <laughs> uh, people had oysters, you know, in the olden times and they just Went like they went at it immediately. Uh, they pulled off all eighteen layers of clothing they were wearing. It took yeah. them about an hour. They yeah, they
1: didn't even care that they were th- the stinkiest people to ever. <laughs> yeah, you know this
2: is like this rumor was originated in a time before regular showering was a thing. No wonder they
1: did that. <laughs> also, it was like it, back in the day. It was like something that you bought from an urchin off a cart. Like it wasn't a fancy. It wasn't like a fancy food. It was like a pile of rocks that you could pick from uh at the at the docks i don't think it was like you didn't eat it with like champagne or whatever
0: oh there's like stuff inside this rock let me eat this yeah that was yeah Eat very... rocks
2: baby i kind of like oysters actually like i, I think they're really good you i can just like, them don't want to think
1: about how they look like a vagina or... yeah
2: taste like one yeah <laughs> I
1: really i'm very, I am very much pushing back about that. It's about how they taste like a vagina. I I refuse to accept that. It might Cat be true, but my brain cannot. My brain simply will not accept that. She's speaking
0: out and she's pushing back.
1: <laughs> yeah,
2: this uh. is a hard hitting podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 I yeah I
0: I'm not a big. I don't know. I it, the ritual of oysters is kind of a fun thing. You know, you get all this stuff and you have like it the It comes little, on a uh, big
1: thing of ice and yeah, it's kind Yeah, of yeah, fun. yeah, yeah. I like I
0: I I get that appeal. I the actual like you know, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't I don't I guess for the price especially I don't really get it, you know? And that maybe maybe that's the way to put it. Um mm. but uh but I, I understand why people like it, I guess I'll say, you know. As
1: Kate said, those those happy hours are those are a bargain. I'm i I'm t- a fan of just getting Getting a a little half dozen for myself.
0: Yeah. A little old
1: fashioned, a little Don Draper lunch. Well, they're, they're,
0: they're, New York used to be like, like the oyster capital of the world. Like they used to have so many oysters in like the water around the city. And like, I guess they're, they're working on like re kind of building the fisheries and and all that kind of stuff, which is cool. Yeah. It's Uh,
1: apparently they're like keeping, uh, the harbor from like eroding. They like seeded all these oysters in there, uh, I guess they can't overfish them because then we'll all, um, you know
2: crumble into the sea yeah.
1: faster than we already are crumbling. Oh, yeah. There, or we'll get
2: course. too horny. We'll just be like, wow, everyone's too horny now. They <laughs> It's getting in the water. It's
0: getting in the water supply because every you know as we know, New York's water supply is the water surrounding New York City. That's what we all drink. Yep. Um
1: that's why the pizza is so good. It's straight from the East River. You just grab a <laughs> bucket of that, mix it into your semolina flour or whatever the fuck
0: that's uh that's the bagels. They dip them in the they dip them in the river every morning. Once they're done, and that's how that's how they're so good. Um,
1: my uh I I in my old building I had this neighbor who was like this old Puerto Rican guy who grew up in Williamsburg who said he used to swim in the East River as a kid with all his friends, and uh, I like I guess I believe him, but I'm like how are you alive? Like how are you healthy? Because. Like, I can't imagine, the East River now is disgusting. I can't imagine how much more disgusting it was when this guy was a kid in Williamsburg, like, 50 years ago. He looks
0: oh, like that yeah. one bad guy at the end of RoboCop that gets, like, <laughs> the stuff on him. That's, yeah. that's, the, that's That's how, he's alive, but at what cost, you know?
2: Apparently, the Gowanus Canal is, like, really toxic, and people canoe in there and kayak and stuff. But it's, uh, yeah, apparently it's just. It's it's literally full of toxic waste, and I had a bit going for a while where I was sexually attracted to the Gowanus Canal. Um, <laughs> it's just so, it does so, have a lot of traits that yeah uh, show up in your dating history quite often. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> people were like, "This Gowanus Canal is unbelievably toxic." I'm like, "Hell yeah, I'm going in." <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, I think I think it's no, that's William. No, it's uh, Greenpoint is like ra- has radioactive yeah it's Wait, like a superfund site or something yeah yeah yeah
0: superfund what a that's a that's not a name that i when I think like it doesn't sound bad, right? you yeah. know what I mean like but it's you don't want to be there it sounds generally. like some
1: kind of like city initiative, like oh, it's a superfund site, so they close the streets on the weekends yeah, that's what it sounds like to me.
0: And it's super in a sense that if you spend too much time there, maybe you will gain some sort of abilities, (laughs) I guess. Um, Yeah,
1: it's just producing record amounts of Spider-Men. That's how they decide (laughs) what a super fun site is. How many powers are developed within a certain radius. Uh, Should we do our numbers? Let's do it. Let's do our numbers.
2: They'll have the fun. (laughs) (laughs) Number five.
0: Uh, number five comes to us from uh, Sean Hoggity in the Discord. Um, this is uh, in hacking news. You know, this, this classic thing where, uh, you know, celebrity pages get hacked and they post all kinds of messed up stuff. Um, this is uh, n- n- no exception to that. Uh, the barefoot contessa herself, Ina Garten, her Facebook page was hacked. And uh, in true disgusting fashion, uh, the, the person that hacked the page. Posted a uh, an Olive Garden copycat recipe. So oh, just no. disrespectful. <laughs> Very um,
1: disrespectful.
0: You know, Jeffrey real, would
1: not approve.
0: Right. It's a real like uh, Pat from the other two ass. You know what I mean? Like like <laughs> level of um, uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of funny because it, the way it looks now. So it's for it's for a chicken scampi Olive Garden copycat recipe. And, uh, look, it probably tastes, it probably tastes I fine. I bet it's good. You know? Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, uh, but it's, it's not, uh, well, it's just, it's, you know, Eat a Garden didn't post it. So, you know, it's not, it's not approved. Uh, The but way I uh, feel
1: about Olive Garden Italian food, uh, is it's basically like how Taco Bell is really good, but it's not Mexican food. Like that's how Olive Garden is, or at least a lot of Olive Garden. Like it's, it's pretty good. It's just not, it's, it's not the thing that it is claiming to be. It's not fine yeah.
0: dining. Yeah. When you're, I when like you're the, there, they're. Yeah.
2: I just love the weird mozzarella triangles. They're so good. They just. Mozzarella triangles. I haven't been at Olive Garden
1: in 100 years. Are they like yeah.
2: fried or are they like fresh? It's like what mozzarella sticks, here?
1: but they're triangles
2: instead. Oh, hell yeah. I yeah, love those. That. That's like yeah. when you
1: get fried tofu at like a Thai restaurant or something, but it's mozzarella.
2: Yeah. They, yeah. Is, it
0: like, is it like mozzarella in carrozza where it's like, it's like a fried grilled cheese? Because that's like the. Uh, the, like the, the Greek. It's like. Well, no, because it, in it's like um, it's Italian for like horse and carriage or carrot or something like that. But it's like bread with cheese in it, and they fry that. That's like the Ooh. yeah, that's like the real heavy hitter one. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, so so this this was posted. It's kind of funny because the way it looks here, it looks like it's the Facebook equivalent of like re, like quote tweeting or like or like retweeting mm-hmm. something where it's like, is this page called only for you? And it's like <laughs> Ina Garten's page, like. You know, quote posted it or whatever without without any, any like original like words or anything like that. So, um, so whoever this was, I guess, really wanted to, you know, big ups to the only for you page, really wanted that recipe to get, uh, to get a lot of credit from somebody, I guess. I don't really know. Um, but, uh, did
1: you know Ida Garten was like a, like a government bigwig before she was a chef in the Hamptons? Wow.
0: I don't know. She I was knew like that.
1: a, she was like a power player in like the Clinton administration. <laughs> yeah. Uh and so so was her husband. They were like they were like big Democrat, uh, like power couple in Washington. And then she like peaced out and uh <laughs> I don't know what's happening. Uh yeah, then they like pieced out to the Hamptons with all their all their like White House appointee money and now they just make like Caprese salad and have their friends over. Good life, she pretty can, good life.
2: I saw it. that on CBS Sunday Morning.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Shelby is one thousand years old. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, let me see. Uh, personal life. Her husband Jeffrey Garten was Under Secretary of Commerce for International Trade in the Bill Clinton administration. Uh, and then what did she do? She, yeah, and he, he was she, also like, like a, he, stuff he was too. like
0: a Wall Street guy too. Like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Anyway, career. She she was a uh, she has a pilot certificate. Her husband was in Vietnam. Uh, in Washington, Garten worked in the White House, Jeffrey worked in the State Department. Garten was originally employed in the Federal Power Commission and later at the White House Office of Management and Budget. So yeah, man. OMB. I, I wonder if like the conspiracy people have thoughts on Ina Garten. Probably, right? she's I mean, probably. probably like
2: cooking children right yeah
1: oh
0: boy
2: Well, okay, there are like weird celebrities that are part of it like marina abramovich is part of it
1: yeah part of the cabal you mean part of the real very part, real cabal. part of the,
2: the q anon pizzagate kind of extended universe like yeah yeah been... yeah
1: because she she did that like art project but it just the way you phrased it made it sound like yeah she's part of it she's doing uh, that <laughs> also. don't tell jeffrey
2: yeah <laughs> don't tell jeffrey
1: <laughs> yeah
0: you know who yeah, else is named jeffrey uh, uh there we no. go I, yeah troubling um.
1: coincidences <laughs>
0: <laughs> um yeah I, I i see i i knew i i, I wasn't 100 percent confident in the pronunciation of her first name and i and i picked the wrong one so that's my you did fault. fuck up
1: so apologies. I haven't watched enough Barefoot Contessa. I have
0: not watched enough. Uh, I wonder I, if
1: any like feet people have watched that show and been really disappointed. What
2: the hell? <laughs> <laughs> like this, this is just on your mind now all the time. <laughs> Where is like, like YouTube? Like tune? people are you, doing? You tune in expecting
1: a barefoot contessa, and that's not what you get. Am I supposed no. to just
0: take your word for it that she's barefoot right now?
2: <laughs> yeah. She's just, she's just, she's just, this is just pasta. There's nothing, you don't get to see any toes. <laughs> it's messed up. Yeah. It should be a full
0: body camera, like a full length mirror going, you know, while she's cooking.
1: <laughs> it's just like a completely normal cooking show, but every once in a while she like spills something and the camera pans down and she's <laughs> barefoot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I, so yeah. I, uh, had a friend who worked on, um, a cookie a work. He worked at the food network doing like production stuff. And he said, a lot of the people, a lot of the people that work in food television also work in porn or have worked in porn because like the, the way it's shot is like very similar. Like the, the, the sort of like production of it where you have like, you have to get like a certain number of like ups and stuff. It's like very similar. More so than, like, most other TV is to food food shows.
2: Makes sense.
1: Nasty. I always think about, <laughs> at, like, Emeril,
2: like, I don't know if he's still on, probably not, but, like, Emeril Lagasse, like, the whole thing that, he, like, he was, made him really famous is that he made a lot of men realize that you could cook in a manly way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gay to cook anymore
1: yeah, so, It's not gay if you shout bam enough
0: Yeah he said yeah. bam it's like punching somebody That's
2: cool yeah. <laughs> Fellas is it gay to feed yourself <laughs>
1: Yeah he's like He's like how Gene Kelly was about dancing Where people are like Singing in the rain is good because Gene Kelly dances but it like doesn't look gay Like that's yeah, exactly. Emerald about That's yeah. Emerald about cooking it's like, it's yeah. Like, yeah it's not, g- it's not it. gay
0: It's not gay to like flavors Yeah this yeah. is great
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that is one of my fa one of my favorite ones of those twitter posts where where someone says it's like gay to do an arbitrary thing is the one that <laughs> said it's gay to eat dessert yeah why That's are like... you as
0: a man ordering dessert or something like that
2: yeah. like, you know,
1: what? why are you as a man desiring a little treat? seems
0: pretty gay <laughs> it's like, that, that that's like another like branch on the tree of just like it's amazing that people are ending up with anyone the way that people seem to treat dating uh, the way they post about it if they're even like 50 percent as insane as their posts seem to be like you know good oh, luck I, it's like oh it's, it's like, like there was like a lady over the over this past week that like she uh she like broke off the date like because the guy wasn't picking her up. She's like, "They're gonna meet there." It's like, uh, and it's like, "Oh, I guess I'll take this like picnic basket that I packed home then." It's like, "All right, <laughs> see ya." And everyone's like, "Lady, you're out of your mind! Like, what are you doing?" And she's like, "What? That's not what I wanted. I was very disappointed. Why should I put myself through that?" It's like, "Oh yeah, good luck. Good luck to you." Oh man, that's a that's female. The thing. Trait.
1: Everyone, <laughs> it is. Everyone posting that is like 22. So they probably like. It's not too late for them
2: to absolutely end up alone
0: <laughs> like, see like see you in 10 years see how that see yeah. how you see how you feel about things then uh, have you yeah.
2: guys seen the um oh man what was it called uh, i used to read it on reddit sometimes because it's wild it's like the it's basically the lady and cell community um it was uh, the name is slipping my mind. oh is Kathy, it that you know what reddit yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, female dating strategy. Female dating strategy. It's So dark, oh, and it no. was so crazy because like the, it's it's all it's all women. Uh, it's super porn phobic, super transphobic. But the main thing is, is it's like women. They have this like a uh, kind of dating style where the guy has to pay for everything the whole time. And, um, you know, he has to like it's just like all the kind of classic chivalry moves. And people would post stuff about like, you know, oh, this I went out with this man and, you know, he told me that um, he's been in therapy for depression before. And I dumped his ass because who wants that? And then everyone just like cheers her on. And it's just like, I don't know. (laughs) Get (laughs) him out of here. Yeah. (laughs) I'm just imagining like the sort of just people like to go on a date with one of these women they might be like yeah i said that i went to therapy once and then she left the date like <laughs> <laughs> these are going to be some of the craziest dating stories of all time yeah
1: it's it is weird like all those the thing that's crazy about all of those to me on twitter like these people quote tweeting and quote tweeting these things and being like you know i would never like screenshotting their dating profiles when someone makes a something that is only a faux pas in this person's mind you know being like he didn't anticipate that this is what i wanted and therefore he's bad or whatever is like a lot of times are directly contradictory to each other so it's like everyone has these ideas of these very strict rules you have to follow that like somehow are totally intuitive but they're also totally contradictory like the one that people were talking about this weekend where yeah the the woman was like she was like, oh, I thought you were picking me up. And he was like, oh, uh, I guess I can. And she was like, well, fuck this. I'm not going out with you anymore. Like, I've seen just as many of those posts being like, I'm not going out with this man because he wants to pick me up for our date before we've gone on the date he's a predator he's going to rape and murder me like i'm not going out with him now you
0: don't get to know where i live it's like okay look what you know okay let's meet (laughs) at a starbucks you know what i mean like you know jeez louise i
1: mean i'm much more on the you don't get to know where i live side but like either offer is not like a like no it's just just these things are like totally
2: in opposition to each other no if uh, you're not ready to be like if you if you're not if somebody says, Hey, would you like me to pick you up or meet there, like if you're not ready to just be like, hey, let's meet there, you're not a reasonable person to be in a relationship <laughs> with. <laughs> like it's not it's not yeah. gonna go okay.
1: Well, it'll be exciting to see what these people have made compromises on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in
2: the decades. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I want
1: a relationship like Ina Garten and Jeffrey. That's what I want. That's right. I want you uh make a bunch of money and buy me a big house in the Hamptons and go away all the time, and then you come back on the weekends and I have made a bunch of really good food. That's, oh, God. That sounds great to me. That sounds amazing. Yeah, they've got it figured out. I'm gonna post on female dating strategy about this and see what they, see what they have to say.
0: And, the, and, and uh, clandestine government assassins have taken out the person that hacked the page, obviously. Uh, <laughs> oh yes, at, of course. At the behest of Ina and Jeffrey. Right, uh, right. Using right. their, using their yeah, own Yeah, no, they have
1: connections. They, and have they connections. ate him they
0: <laughs> ate him <laughs> they told they told the Clinton crime family about it and they,
2: uh,
0: the, guy, the guy killed himself in the park or whatever yeah. right? Is that
2: the... Yeah. The, the files in his office were all about <laughs> <laughs> the files
1: of Olive Garden copycat recipes were strewn yeah. about the crime scene yeah it's like fucking Michael Clayton that's what yeah. happened to that guy uh, and we miss him very much Folks, if you're enjoying this episode of What A Time To Be Alive, you might also enjoy the bonus episode this week. We record a bonus episode every single week, which you can get on our Patreon at patreon.com slash pod This week, we talk about the story of two Rhode Island government officials who were so rude to people in Philadelphia that they instigated a criminal and HR investigation against them. I also talked to Patty about some famous Rhode Island delicacies because I'm fascinated by Rhode Island. It's a really weird place.
0: And then I uh, derail the whole thing by making a <laughs> typo and we talk about these sort of automatic redirects to Google and the sort of weird Google imitators from the old days and then somehow we end up and I can't remember how talking about naked old people in horror movies. <laughs> so <laughs> patreon.com slash what Check it out.
1: Should we do number four?
0: Sure. Number four.
1: Okay. Number four comes to us from Wholesome Hombre, uh, which I said that name out loud to Patty, and he said, oh, that's, like, such a nice one. Usually people do gross ones in our Discord, and then I had to tell him that wholesome was spelled, like, full of holes. Oh, no.
0: (laughs) I got tricked. It's still a good
1: one, though. It's still a good one. I like that display name. I was
0: tricked. Um,
1: uh, we have a classic Denmark story for you. Have either of you guys ever been to Denmark? No, you been to Denmark.
0: I have not. Cool. I just watched the episode of season two of The Bear where they, uh, went, where one of so the they go to went Noma? To, went to Copenhagen, yeah, and was uh, studying as a yeah as a as a uh, for like a week a, a a few weeks, I guess. A, no, as a, as a, I don't know what the right word is. As a, you know learning to cook from yeah. a chef there? I I don't know. They
1: yeah. just they have like they're sort of infamous for like uh, totally abusing. Uh, in like people doing those internships to like they basically like work them to the bone for no money and that's why gnome now. so that's fun
0: stodging mm-hmm? yes that's right yes. Staging.
1: um but anyway yeah copenhagen's cool uh this happened in most denmark definitely not pronouncing that right um but let me see where is it where is it it's like kind of at the top so Anyway, uh so in northern Denmark, uh this couple was renovating their kitchen. Um which I'm sure is just immaculate, you know, Danish design. It's like it, it's like IKEA but real furniture. That's what they wow. have there. yeah. Um you know, it's like IKEA but not made of particle board. So they were uh they were redoing their kitchen. They were tearing up these linoleum floors and uh they uh, found they found something exciting. They found a, I okay. So it says they were tearing up their linoleum floors. I don't know how deep they were going because they found a two thousand pound stone. Which like, I feel like you got to go pretty deep into your kitchen floor to get to random stones. You know,
0: it's a big stone.
1: But I don't it know. Maybe just... Denmark because it's like ancient and shit. Maybe yeah. maybe people are living in such old houses that they're just like fully. They just linoleum over ancient stones.
2: I mean, it's like, the, the, you know, the people building the house were like, oh, hey, like, let's find this, and, you know, what are they going to do, move it? They're like, uh, I guess we should just build over this, man, because <laughs> you can't fucking just lift that and put it somewhere
1: else. That makes sense. Yeah, it's huge. I guess it's just- like, like, when I went to Mexico City, uh, there was, uh, they like obviously like when the spanish came they destroyed the like big aztec temple and like kind of leveled the whole middle of the city um but then they used like they do in most places where stuff like this happens they used all of those stones as like building materials so oh. there's like there's like colonial era buildings there's one that i saw i have a picture of myself with it that like the cornerstone of this building is like a s- awesome like carved snake head cuz they were just like Well, it's not the right shape to go in the middle of the building, but we need it, so it'll just go on the corner. So it's, like, this little cornerstone of this, like, sweet, very metal-looking serpent.
2: A A literal cornerstone.
1: Yeah, exactly. Um... But yeah. Anyway, so I feel like that's you're probably right. That's probably just what's happening in Denver.
0: Contractor just being like, ah, here's a problem. You got one of these uh, Viking rune stones. That's gonna set things back a little bit. Gonna raise. It. It's like, oh, come on. And, and now, all right. Yeah. Great. Okay.
1: Yeah. Just cover yeah. it up. That is.
0: Can't move this without. Uh, we gotta get a. We gotta get the right kind of druid. Uh, in Patty, here that and is and
1: literally that... what happened. Really? <laughs> you're like, I mean, not with a druid, but. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, there's a druid. Oh, like, okay. Denmark is one of those countries that's gone woke so they have like a huge you know bureaucracy and cultural preservation, they wanna go woke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> preservation system and stuff so like they had to get like a, a representative from the National Museum in and stuff because this this ancient stone it was it was uh, six feet long and it's carved with all of these runes so and and they like you know they checked it out, and they were like, yeah, this is, like, a Viking stone, and it says, uh, aft B," which means after B, which probably means, like, B made this, like, ah, I feel like it's, like, vandalism style, almost,
2: you know? Yeah, and this yeah. seems like the beginning of a horror movie, like, a Norse god emerges from the stone, and, like, it was like, why did you move my stone, and then, like, you know, kills them yeah, all man. or something, yeah.
1: Some kind of Grendel, Beowulf yeah. monsters. Grendel is situation. Under- yeah. A grendel, a grendel situation, situation. yeah, <laughs> um, as we
2: experience from time to time, you know.
0: <laughs> it's like yeah, this guy keeps coming in. He's like you know about a half dozen of my men. He's like eating them. I don't know. It's a real drag, but uh you know we we're still get drunk every trying
1: night trying to enjoy our mead, and this guy yeah. keeps disrupting us. If
0: this if this if this freak says we're you know thinks he's going to stop us from getting hammered and passing out every night with the door open, <laughs> I don't you know he's got nothing coming.
1: Um, okay, yeah. So they think after B actually is probably like um it's probably like a memorial thing actually. So Okay, so yeah, so uh, we're getting closer to something it's evil a tomb. and scary. Yeah. Okay. It's a tomb. Yeah. Uh uh Alexander Starsgard is gonna emerge from it like in the Northmen. Yeah. And, uh, actually, see, don't know. let it
0: out. That's what the main thing that it that it's trying to communicate. And put the uh,
1: linoleum back. That's what you would have <laughs> wanted.
0: <laughs> I mean but I yeah, think so look if i oh go ahead well denmark probably they probably like pay for the people to live somewhere else while this is happening you know what i mean there's probably like here if it happened it's like well screw you you know whatever there'd be like no but like the cultural like uh you know arm of the government or whatever is probably like you know so it's and it's like i think this would be kind of neat to find in your house obviously if you want to just live in your house and not be bothered you're probably like <laughs> yeah no it's really no it's re- totally it's really cool it's, uh you know it's not like we just want this to be over with, but yeah okay but yeah at least the hopefully they're receiving some kind of uh compensation for you know the
2: hopefully hassle. i'm imagining um, a lawyer like a personal injury lawyer like have you found a two thousand year old stone in your house recently <laughs> you may be entitled to, gonna, to forty thousand of euros i guess yeah we're gonna sue the like defendants
0: that, uh, they're the descendants of the vikings we're, we're gonna yeah.
2: uh,
1: uh, well apparently these runestones are like pretty rare like it it's it they're only about 200 of them so i think it probably happens with other artifacts but that makes me think about like like rome and places like that where like literally they i've talked about this in the podcast before they literally can't expand the subway in rome because they're like every time we dig the government stops us because they have to excavate all the roman ruins so we just don't dig anymore because our whole city rests on like millennia of artifacts so we can't do anything so i feel like if you lived there and you were trying to like deal with the like I don't know s- strengthening the foundations of your house or something you would probably be like this is fucked like I'm never going to be able to do this because they're going to find some some fresco or some shit <laughs> get it out of here <laughs> but yeah apparently there are only 200 of these rune stones they're very rare um, they're like all of these like Norse literature is like all they talk about is runes but actually finding evidence of these rune stones is like Not super common. So pretty interesting. Um, Good luck to these people. There's a picture of the stone. It is pretty massive. And it does kind of look like the size and shape of a coffin. So definitely some kind of... It looks like
0: something something you would be... You you would have some adventurers pushing aside in like an ill fated decision, you know. And Very then, much
1: so. Very much so. And then an, yeah.
0: an, an an ill wind blows once the once the seal <laughs> is broken, you know, that kind of situation. <laughs> so that's good.
1: Hate to be blown by an ill wind when renovating <laughs> my kitchen. Really not what I'm looking for. No good.
0: Yeah, the only ill wind in this house is comes from my husband after we uh have uh I don't know, uh, baked beans. Right, copycat
1: Olive yes. Garden
2: recipe. gonna be hotter.
1: Should we do number three? Yeah. Number
2: three.
0: Uh, number three comes to us from uh, Kate Tottenham Hotspurcy in the Discord. Uh, this is a story. I think it's
1: actually Kate Tottenham Hots- Hotspurcy hater. Oh I'm sorry.
0: I'm man. sorry. I, I yes. Not on, a fan
1: of the It goes Tottenham on to the next Huntspur line. NFL yes,
0: I apologize. Team. Kate Tottenham Hotspur hater. He that's yes. The, I didn't see the the next line there. I um, just feel like
1: that's something where it's like she'd they'd probably get mad. They'd probably yeah, get pissed like, no. off.
0: Um so uh yes, yeah, so this is uh the price is right. Um classic television program uh drew carey who's got uh solid long hair which i was not aware of i, I didn't realize i guess this is like a pandemic thing or something I and mean, he's got like he has you long know, hair it's like it's like how it's like mine you know it's it's he has like long
1: beautiful hair he's
0: got like a flow uh he obviously was known as having like the you know the like the sort of johnny Unitis haircut you know on uh on uh what's it called uh on his show the drew carey show um i kind of
1: thought he was bald honestly or like close to bald um
0: uh, no, he had he had that like you know that like short flat top kind of deal.
1: Yeah, uh, I guess I always just assume that when guys get that, it's because they're like holding on to the last little bit of their hair. Mm-hmm. I think he was I
0: think he was in the military, and I think it sort of grew out of that. Maybe. Oh,
1: I kind of like long hair, Drew Carey. I yeah. think it's a good look for him. He looks kind of like. Um, I want to see. I'm gonna look at. He up. looks a little like uh, Stephen Root, kind of in this picture I'm looking at. Like here, I'll send. I'll I'll send a picture to the chat. Yeah, he also slimmed okay.
0: down. He slimmed down quite a bit too. So you, he's, it's a real glow up here in general.
1: I can't tell what's playing because it's very quiet.
0: That's, That's uh, sure this is, is the Drew Carey Show theme song. Cleveland
1: Rocks. Oh, Cleveland Rocks! Nice. Three. Yeah, I don't know. He's got like a little bit of like a. Ooh, he looks like good. Kind of Jeff kinda. He Bridges
2: in the Big Lebowski. Yeah, type, he, type deal. Like, like know, a country like singer. It. He's got like an old country singer kind of vibe.
1: Yeah, but yeah, I definitely just assume anytime anybody gets one of those flat top haircuts, it's to hide a receding hairline.
0: Yeah, well, uh, not so here, unless you got. So some it's kind like, of...
1: why did you do it? Why did you? It's like Eli's he, he, he joke he was about a marine, why would was... you wear a newsboy cap if you have hair? Because right. everyone will just assume it's bald under there.
0: Right. Well, he was, a, he was he was a, he was a marine though. I knew he was in the military. He was a marine, so that's like the marine okay. haircut, basically. So okay, just fair keep... enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I suppose
1: uh, you're allowed. Yeah. Uh,
0: but um, he um, uh, so he, he's obviously the host of the Price is Right. He's also, I believe, paying for I don't know if he still is or not, but he's paying for meals at Bob's Big Boy for like any striking writers. So uh, good for good for Drew Carey. Oh Yeah. Love to see that. Um, and uh, so there's a contestant on the Price is Right who, as you know, I I was never a big Price is Right person. I'm aware of the Price is Right. Um Shelby but, put a
1: picture of him as a Marine in uh, in the chat. Kind of hunky.
0: He looks pretty hunky. I
1: would agree pretty with this.
2: Pretty hunky. Great head of hair.
1: Ooh. Great head of hair in this pic. Yeah. yeah. He looks
2: very, uh, I don't know, he looks very, like, bro-ish. Like, he's all yeah. just, I, I, you wouldn't guess that this this Marine picture is a, of a guy who has a, a soft and nerdy side as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, can't imagine sh-
1: this guy exuberantly celebrating on The prices, right. right. Doesn't no. look like an exuberant
2: celebrator. No, look, not at all. He
0: doesn't look like he would hold a very long microphone. A
1: very he, long he, and he, No, he, he doesn't even
2: really look like he would eat dessert, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he looks like he would, he would be like, I'm not ever ripping a treat. No,
1: yeah. I do not desire treats. I've transcended. I'm simply too masculine for treats.
0: Hoorah. Um... <laughs> So yeah, he. Uh, so th- this is uh, I guess bonkers, which is one of the uh, one of the mini games people play. I, like I said, I'm super not uh, up on. It looks like a number matching thing, maybe. Um,
1: I think the last time I watched any Prices Right, it was when Josh Androsky was on it on mushrooms. I think that was okay. the last time I saw any any Prices Right content, and that was probably like eight years ago at this point.
0: Good um, clip though. Check okay. it out, Josh
1: Androsky on Prices Right on mushrooms.
0: Okay, it looks like a higher or lower situation. So there's four gotcha. numbers, and you guess which one. And if you get them all all four right, well, you know they
1: <laughs> they give you four numbers, and you have to guess which one is higher.
0: No, no, no. Like like you have four. <laughs> there are four numbers. Like is is and there's a four a, a secret okay. four numbers, and you go four
1: thousand and ten, right? Two thousand and ninety five.
0: Yeah. Three hundred. Uh, so, so the numbers here were four seven 60. six four seven six five, and. <laughs> And then so he guessed that then there's and there's four more numbers and he guessed correctly I that see. it was yeah. eight four one eight. So it was it's higher like than the four, lower than the seven, lower than the six, higher than the five. That's like the, yeah. I- that's the idea behind it. And uh, uh, so the guy won and he starts doing like the you know, pumping his fist, jumping up and down. Um, uh, this also happened to Sami Zayn, I believe, when he got, when he came out to fight John Cena in the US Open Challenge way back when <laughs> uh, he did like a big fist pump. And uh, he appeared later when he spun the uh, when he was set to spin the wheel for uh for you know uh, he uh it was explained that he uh, was celebrating and he dislocated his shoulder so his (laughs) wife had to spin the wheel Um, and his wife nailed it. Uh, she hit, uh, had to get near a dollar and she got 95 cents. So, uh, so that
1: is like, it sucks that the next game was like the one thing that you have to use your shoulder for on the prices, right? Right, Like that is like a very crucial prices, right? Muscle because you have to do a big theatrical spin of the wheel. That's like, I mean,
0: I mean you could do you it with just your, do non- like a little
1: baby one,
0: I guess you could do it with your non-dominant arm, but, uh, you know, I think you want to, you want to be on your game. So he handed it off to to his wife, and she did a good spin, and he won uh, a trip to Hawaii. And also, and uh, they believe the joke was he won a trip to Hawaii and the ER. Uh, apparently, he's doing okay. Um, and uh, yeah, that that is basically identical to what happened. I well, mean, identical, but like Sami Zayn in WWE years ago when he got like he was like a surprise like opponent for John Cena, and he did like a huge fist pump when the crowd was going wild. And apparently, he like di- he like <laughs> tore his shoulder. And like wrestled the match, and then immediately had to have surgery and was out for like another six months. Just like the worst <laughs> luck in the world. Okay, um,
1: you. I think you would enjoy him. He is a ska themed wrestler. So the idea that he fist pumped too hard in excitement seems like very <laughs> in character to me. Yeah,
0: he he just kind of he just kind of yeah he was skipping out while the ska he theme was, like, was going. He was like
2: skanking and yeah. yeah. Oh my god, a ska themed wrestler. That's so now funny. he's kind of like a now
1: he's sort of like a. Che Guevara themed wrestler or something oh, he's like damn. he's like a, a political revolutionary he you was would, for, you
0: would enjoy it you would he enjoy was him. for a while right. now he's just like the guy who hates Roman Reigns I think or whatever oh, okay. right isn't that like so the he's main a WWE now?
1: fan from 10 years ago that's his a, re- like.
0: I think so basically yes <laughs> uh but uh um yeah so so um so so th- th- this is a fun thing um pretty embarrassing way to get hurt uh you know I can't believe somebody would hurt their shoulder doing something um, not super (laughs) athletic and have to have. Yeah, Do you have
1: any advice for this man as a fellow shoulder dislocator doing something dumb?
0: Well, hopefully he dislocated his shoulder and he didn't tear anything. I mean, you know, and then you can just kind of continue living his life. Um, What I was told is that generally, if you if you if there is instability in the joint, it will just kind of keep happening. Um, And I I had a little tear in my labrum. So um, or. But not little i guess it's little because it's not a big part of your body but um so they they were like if you don't fix it it'll just keep getting worse then we'll have to do like real surgery and they they could do arthroscopics so that's what i did um so I don't, I don't know what he what he's doing um it's it's a do you pain still have ass. to
1: do your i remember for a while between episodes you'd be like can we take 15 minutes so i can get in my contraption
0: no i don't have children. to do, i don't i don't have to get in my contraption anymore uh <laughs> it, yeah there was like a Kate, like I think I would lay on my back and there was like a spring loaded thing where it would like pull my arm back like this to like oh increase the range of motion basically. So mm-hmm, it would just mm-hmm. I just be laying there with this thing using the tension of the, of the spring or whatever to just kind of, uh, no, that, that, that went back in, I don't know, March or something. I want to say, or so you're anywhere. like,
1: are you like a hundred percent better?
0: I wouldn't say so. I mean, it t- says it takes about a year. Everyone said it takes about a year to like feel like fully normal. I mean, I can do stuff with the arm now. Um, when I like try to throw something like if I'll pick something up that uh, Liza is trying to eat off the ground and I, I want to throw like something, you know, like a bottle cap or something. It, it's <laughs> you not like
1: dislocate your shoulder, throwing a chicken bone. That's right. <laughs> fucking it, uh, is Avenue. is
2: Liza An animal. I'm hoping it's uh, Liza an is really my
0: roommate. Uh, no, uh, <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, Liza is a puppy. Uh, so, yeah, no, it's, it's just but it, but so anyway, so it's like. It doesn't feel really fully normal, but it's, I mean, it's, you know, I can use the arm now and and it's strong enough that, you know, I'm not afraid something's going to happen basically. But uh, yeah, so this guy might have a little bit of a road ahead. I don't know, but he won a bunch of money, I think, and a trip to Hawaii. So hopefully he can enjoy the trip to Hawaii. Although now he might not be able to do too much swimming. Yeah, exactly. Um,
2: Maybe they'll let him take the trip whenever. Maybe he can postpone the trip till after he's well. Yeah. I I hope so.
0: Um, That
1: reminds me. I had a, a recent injury that was like extremely dumb and also is taking an extremely long time to heal, which uh, I've been learning to roller skate and I did like a classic like Looney Tunes. Like, so I, I live right by this, right by this rink that I can go to for free and it's like g- a good workout. So I was like, I'm going to do it. Like I got roller skates uh, for Christmas. My brother got them for me. Cause I told him I lived right by this rink. I'm going to learn how to do it, which like is absolutely mortifying as a 35 year old to to learn, I'm now, covered are, in pads. Are inline
0: skates like not allowed at this place? Or, or no, you can have inline skates. oh Okay, but you chose. I just roller don't think skates. they're as cute. Okay, all right. I just want it's to make sure. I
2: okay. Inline skates <laughs> or roller blades Yes. Yeah. Okay.
1: um But yeah, so I, I just I just think roller skates are cute. And uh how do you so, yeah, bra- how do you
0: break? Do you have to t-stop or like what's the? How do you? You th- can
1: t-stop or there's a toe stop on the front. So you can like put your put yeah
0: your yeah that's just that's and hard, and hard for me stop. to like conceptualize because rollerblades have them on the have them on the back so like I like yeah. the idea of like going on your toes to stop just oh, I'm just gonna fall forward like that's what's or good, it is and
1: it's it's really hard to get used to <laughs> like I I'm I'm still sort of learning how to use my toe stops correctly because it it did you do like feel like that yeah uh, yeah it's it's kind of scary but
2: my, my way of stopping at a oh, 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 go oh ahead. sorry. I was just going to say like at a rink though, you know, if you really if you're not good at any of that, you can just skate into the wall, which is exactly. yeah. part of what a rink is good for. Yeah. <laughs> and I can like I can
1: I can T-stop and I can like I can turn, I can like, you know, I I'm I'm not like embarrassingly bad at it anymore. Um but I did uh, a couple weeks ago do a classic legs out from under me looney tunes fall back like backwards. the home alone like the
0: home alone fall
1: yes yeah like a like a like a wet bandits like a just yeah stepped like on I'm a mic stepped
0: on a micro machine whoa,
1: whoa, <laughs> yeah. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah absolutely stepped on a micro machine type of fall and uh i whacked my tailbone and it's like the oh, ring no. is like fucking concrete you know so I like and it that was the one thing like I, I was completely covered in pads, like fucking head to toe. I like I wear a helmet. I wear wrist pads. I wear elbow pads. I wear knee pads because I I'm old and I don't want to fuck myself up. But the one thing I was like, I'm not getting the padded shorts. That is a bridge too far. I will maintain my dignity and not get the padded shorts. And then I whacked my tailbone so bad it was probably a month ago, and it is like still fucked up. Like, oh it's no, it's still. It still hurts. I,
0: I I have fallen hard. I forget how. I, I honestly don't remember how, but it was in my house. So I'm like elderly now. I'm like having home yeah. falls that have to be worried about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 but, uh, but I, 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 yeah, I landed like hard on my ass and it was, yeah, it hurts for like a long time. It was like bruised. It was you know, yeah. just like, yeah, you, you, it does not feel good. Not a good, not a good feeling.
1: I um, work. So where I work, uh, when I go into my office, it's like, um, it's like student studio space. So we have all of these like little studios set up that are like l- kind of like cozy little writing spaces. And for like the, the week after, uh, I fell. I was working in one of them because they have bean bags. So I was like working from bean bag because my butt hurts so much. It was, it was humiliating. What the, Which, what the, also, then, like getting up from I flew off the back bag, of my treadmill
2: when I stepped onto IT while wearing headphones after I thought it had stopped automatically. Chubby, <laughs> <laughs> no. What was that? Is that a famous ad or
1: something? No,
0: that's so Shelby I think just that typing. This truly into his type happened to text. Shelby.
1: Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. No, Shelby sometimes chimes in with a voice to text. Uh, he's he's like um with that transformer. I forget which. Oh, one. Oh,
2: gotcha. Oh man, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I fell uh, in my room once, and I, I broke my knee. Like, I just, oh, I, I literally brutal just. Brutal home I, fall. Yeah. <laughs> I was, like, 13, <laughs> and people would be like, you know, I had to go to school with the big, like, leg brace or whatever. And it was just like, <laughs> how did you do this? And I was like, I'm um, just walking weird. One day. Yeah. It was <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so embarrassing. Walking bad. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I had a run
0: where I was breaking a pinky toe like every few months, like one or the other, because they would just catch on something on like a coffee table leg or something like
1: that. Nightmareish. There, there was so in my in my like parents' house that I grew up in, there's a bathroom with a sliding door, so it has that metal track
0: oh, on hell the bottom. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And
1: I broke the same toe on that probably four times. In my oh journey. my God. Awful. Just stubbing the same toe.
2: Breaking
0: walking. a toe is so it rocks because they're just like, yeah, it sucks. It's going to take a while. It's like, cool. Thanks. You know, try not yeah. to walk. It's like, I, great. I have to live my life. Can't like oh, not God. go to work. Cause I broke my toe. Not really a good enough answer. <laughs> not a good reason.
1: Yeah. Well, that's like, I feel like this is all part of the reason I'm trying to learn how to roller skate is because it like really strengthens your feet and your ankles and stuff. Like it makes all of that like super, resilient and uh i don't know i feel like you get old and you roll your ankle and you're just like done like they take you up back and shoot you like there's nothing they can do <laughs> they can't fix it you're just yeah. like good luck
0: yeah not not to not to provide my haters with ammunition but i have pretty weak ankles <laughs> i broke my ankle when i was in like seventh grade and i feel like they're both like i i, I will roll them like oh, just a little bit like the little kind of like you know when you're walking yep. or whatever if there's like an uneven you know that happens to me a lie it, it doesn't there's no lasting like I don't feel anything at you know after like a little yeah, after a little yeah, walking but it's like yeah I don't feel I should probably just get more supportive footwear that I that's like goes higher on my ankle or something I, I can have give you issue. my
1: exercises that's how yeah. we know we're getting old I'm like I'll text you my exercises. my exercises that's <laughs> <Yeah>. brutal <laughs> I mean that I mean that was my sh- my
0: shoulder I had my exercises and now I have. <laughs> I have some hip flexor stuff so I'm going to PT for that so I have my exercises for that as well so yep. yeah
1: I got some I got some hip exercises for sure <laughs>
2: God it sucks oh, so man. the
1: fucking indignity of it That my is exercises. Truly like if you if I'm like hanging out with people for more than like 2 hours there is a solid chance that at some point I will be demonstrating a stretch like on the floor of wherever we are <laughs> like it is It is like a topic of conversation in my life.
0: Just like, <laughs> like, like narrating and laying down who's on, the, on, on the stage at Cobra Club. Just like, okay, here's yeah. what you have to do.
1: Yeah, uh, totally.
0: Yeah. I also,
1: I also broke my ankle as a youth. Uh, I think I've told this story. I got really drunk in New Orleans on my 25th birthday and f- fell not down, but off a staircase. Oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> like off the side of it. <laughs> so... Yeah. And I was really drunk. And so then I just walked around on my ankle for the rest of the night and then woke up the next morning and was like, oh, my God, this is insanely bad. So don't do that. That's my advice. Uh, Don't do it. You want to avoid exercises in the future. Anyway, Uh, Price is right, guy. He seems like,
0: look, he's happy. You know, physically, he's not 100 percent, but he's he's you know, he won. So.
1: I'd take it. I'd dislocate my shoulder for a bunch of money and a trip to Hawaii. I think. I Although think I don't know, I haven't been through it. Would you, Patty?
0: Uh, it depends on how much money it is. I, I don't know if a trip to Hawaii is worth like you know a year of all that rehab and, and you know yeah. whatever the the attending risk of anesthesia, general you know general anesthesia surgery. That's, you know that's that's a non zero thing. I mean, it's, everything, I guess that's, everything is fine. I would, would fine. do it.
2: I would do it if I if I was guaranteed to not need surgery. Yeah, I would do it. You never can You can never guarantee though. That's true. life is I mean it's it possible that we're all just gonna have a lot of surgeries from here on out My that's surgeries. what old people do <laughs> and get surgeries yeah, yeah. that is
1: oh, we're at that we're at surgery age thumbs yeah. down soon soon we will move into the, our band-aid on head era and <laughs> I
2: really yeah. am not looking podcasting to from
0: assisted living places <laughs>
2: I got I got to start thinking about mammograms, which, you know, <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I don't know. Well, I was on. talking to my boss. Hang, hang on. About- hang on.
0: Sorry. That was just my aide. He was giving me my medicine. Sorry.
1: <laughs> I was talking to my boss about mammograms the other day, and we were talking about like why haven't they figured out a better way to do this? This is insane. It is insane. They just smash your tit like a They take it. two plates and smash your tit in them. That's like the <laughs> best they can come up with. And they're like, "No, no, no, the plates are like medical." This is these are medical plates. And it's like, "You're just smushing my boob." Like, how is this a medical process that I like go to the doctor for? Yeah, there's it's got to be a better way.
0: There's got to. Yeah, we're we're in the black and white. You like, you know, frowning stage of the uh, the mammogram infomercial. We need, yeah, we need to the mammogram flash infomercial forward.
1: where your tit is getting smashed and you do a pratfall. And they say, there's <laughs> got to be a better way.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: hey, maybe some people are into that, you know? Maybe some I'm sure doing... they I, I'm yeah. sure they are, but
1: I can't imagine they're the people with
2: the boobs. Yeah, yeah that's that. true. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's ha- true. <laughs>
0: I have no doubt that there are people that are, you fill in whatever you want, and I bet there's somebody <laughs> who's into it. That is, yep. <laughs> um,
1: anyway, number three. No, number two. Number, number
0: two. two.
1: Do we play the number yet? I can't even remember. Number two. There we go. Um, this story comes to us from Texas. So, Kate, you're there right now. You could go investigate this. Um, this happened in Port Aransas, which is uh, on the Gulf of Mexico, um, and kind of like a a, a combination uh, oil field dystopia and spring break destination, which is a fun wow. combo
2: of, cool. of qualities. George W. BCF. Bush seems like he would love it there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think he would. I think he has probably yeah. spent time there. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, they, uh, in Port Aransas, Texas, um, a... Metal, a locked metal safe washed up on the beach in Port Aransas. Um, So I guess this was at a national like nature reserve. So probably not the oil or spring break part of it. Probably like the actual nice part of it where human beings aren't really allowed to go. Um, Because the person who found it was uh, working for the University of Texas Marine Institute. uh, And she was looking for stranded sea turtles. And instead of stranded sea turtles, she found a huge locked metal safe <laughs> wow sure which like very confusing uh so th- she said it took two of us to lift it and we use crowbars metal grinders and a sledgehammer to get it open so patty and i were talking about this before we started recording how does a safe wash up like it's not like bobbing in the water right oh yeah
0: it seems like it would just be on the bottom it would just be consigned (laughs) to the briny deep that seems like that's the the whole point of dumping something like that you would think
1: that's like the main thing yeah especially a safe yeah kind Uh, of makes you think you know which is i guess i get why it's intriguing because it's like what could possibly be in here that people wanted again maybe another curse situation you know yeah (laughs) maybe, maybe uh a haunting, but yeah, I'll send you a picture of the safe. It looks like it's been down there a while, like it's it definitely has been consigned to the briny deep based on what it looks like, um, but I guess it just like trudged a path along the ocean floor to the coast. Mm. yeah, but I
0: yeah. guess it's not i'm trying I'm trying to get a sense of how big it it's not that big, right? I can't really tell like.
1: I mean, I think it's probably like I would I would guess if I were standing next to it, it looks like it would probably come up just above my knees, I would say. Like yeah. yeah. It's not like the Fast and the Furious 5 safe, you right. know? Like it's not right. like you couldn't get like people in there.
0: No, it's like when when you picture like a cartoon safe, it's like about that size kind of.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. an under under the office desk type deal. Um my first thought, of course, given where it is, is that there's a Robert Durst murder victim in there. Because anytime <laughs> anyone says anything about like the Gulf Coast of Texas, I'm like, that's where Robert Durst cut up that guy. And everyone's like, please stop talking about that.
0: Other but. things happen there. It's like, yeah, but that's like the main <laughs> thing.
1: Not to me. That is like the main thing. <laughs> God damn, the Jinx is so good. I know it's like ten years old now, but one of the, one of the best. You're never going to get a better ending to a true crime documentary than the ending of that have no. you guys ever seen that no i'll oh, watch it so maybe
2: today Kate, you'd
1: love it it's about a an extremely witch rich weirdo uh fuck yeah the jinx yeah. is it on youtube or something it's a it's on hbo it's a series like you, you it, it's like six hours or something yeah oh, if
0: you know if you if you know nothing about it you, you will yeah because there's the whole thing is there's like a crazy thing that happens in the do- in like the documentary that like is kind of unbelievable and i know what it is so it's like hard like now i I, my incentive to watch it was lower you know but if you don't know anything about it yeah you should
1: definitely watch it yeah well
2: it's too hot to go outside so maybe i'll watch it today
1: (laughs) (laughs) i like i watched it live and i loved it before it even before the like super crazy thing happens i was like this is awesome so like i do find it just the whole thing very hypnotizing i it's yeah, this guy, Robert Durst, he's he's an extremely rich, like real estate. He's from a really rich real estate family in New York, and he has like these terrifying shark eyes. And he is just the he's so weird and creepy and strange, but also like strangely charismatic in his in his weirdness. And they interview these. They sit down and they interview him. And uh, he is he like is a documented when they do the documentary. He has been been uh tried for and i believe acquitted of but like because it, because he did it he says he did it in self-defense murdering a guy chopping him up and then throwing him in galveston bay so oh my god and this yeah. whole
2: time i also thought we were talking about the limp biscuit guy for a while <laughs> until you said real estate i was like yeah it makes sense the limp biscuit guy he seems like you'd be a real fucking weirdo. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i would never i would never slander
1: Durst that way uh, I do not believe there is a relation. No, um,
2: I remember when they. I remember when the guy, the rich guy, uh, died. Robert Durst, and people thought that the kid guy died. So this is not even a new mistake. I'm not even original <laughs> in my misinterpretation.
1: Um, yes, R.I.P. I guess. I always. The other thing I always remember about him is, which I feel like is a perfect description of how weird he is. Is I remember one time Tom Sharpling said that. Um, the music in his car is probably a spooky sounds Halloween CD. Which I think about a lot. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah, so they found this safe and they like worked forever to get it open because they were like, "Some crazy's got to be in here. This is got to be very cool." So they worked really hard to get it open. They thought maybe you know there'd be some secret documents in here. You know, maybe, maybe something exciting. Maybe some kind of artifact or a curse. Um, But unfortunately, the only thing in there was a, quote, five-inch sack of drying pellets, which (laughs) it's it's (laughs) basically like a safe with silica gel in it. Right. It's one of those, like, like, do
0: not eat things that come in a pair of shoes.
1: Yeah. which I, I just feel like there's a wonderful poetry of throwing a... Drying packet into the ocean.
2: <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> oh, this will
1: keep it. This will keep it dry inside. Yeah, it's like ah,
0: oh, it's drying its hardest. It can't do it. There's too much moisture <laughs> in the
1: ocean. Yeah, yeah. I just. It's funny that they left that in there, but I guess it's like we just. We're. Those are such a ubiquitous part of life. You like don't even see them. You're just like, yeah, this is supposed to be in here because this is what's in everything. Yeah. <laughs> What Do we know what that is? Is it just, like, the mineral silica? I think so. Yeah.
0: My understanding is that you're not supposed to eat it because you will just turn into, like, a scarecrow. Like, it will just of dry course, you yeah.
1: up. No, it de- it dehydrates you. You turn into dust.
0: It's like Ice Nine. Once it starts going, yeah. it, like, does not stop until it reaches. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a amorphous and porous form of silicon dioxide. Uh, I'm going to see... I'm going to see if there's any, any information about what happens if we eat it. Um, I'm not learning a lot. <laughs> I, guess it's just, I guess it's just forbidden. They won't tell us why.
0: Eating silica um, gel. Social experiment.
1: <laughs> Mr. Beast, I fed silica gel to a thousand people that were too wet and cured oh. them.
2: Mark Ruffalo needs to get on this stuff.
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Let him investigate. I want. I want that movie. Uh, apparently, it's in cat litter, so probably oh, wow. it. In it's my made from a house. component
0: naturally found in sand, so it's like synthetic sand.
1: Well, okay. I mean, I, you're not supposed to eat sand, but if you did, nothing would happen. Yeah, it's like
0: it's like little plastic beads. It looks like yeah. You're not you. You shouldn't eat it, but it doesn't seem. You have to eat a lot of it for it. To
1: I be. get. Wh- I get why they have to put a warning on it though, because it does look like it does kind of look like it'd be tasty. It looks like bubble tea. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like little boba's. Yeah. yeah, like little gummies. Yeah, yeah, strawberry flavored silica gel. Mmm. Yum yum. I want some.
1: Anyway, so all that was inside was a five-inch sack of drying pellets. Uh, so unclear why it was dropped in the ocean, you know? Like, maybe a ship sank or something? Did
0: somebody do, know. like, an Italian job and, like, go down there in, like, a scuba outfit and er- they already, like, got it and then mm, just left the packet in there? Yeah, I don't know.
1: They should have left a bag of dirt that said puto on it in there if they were really doing a, a decoy mission, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um well okay, there is a picture of the guy standing next to the safe, and it is a classic, uh classic under the desk yeah. um it's like it's the type of safe that like the teenagers who want to be in the mafia and the sopranos would crack, you know? Like it's a it's a real Jackie April Jr. safe. Oh.
2: It's small the safe is smaller than I thought when you see it next to the guy. It's not a huge safe.
1: Yeah. But
2: Still could have been something
1: good in there, so. Yeah, not not big enough for a dead body. No. Um, Yeah, Yeah, unless you chopped it up, Robert Durst style. Just saying, could probably fit it.
0: Yeah, it's like a a corpse cube just kind of slides out.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, sorry to them. Congrats to them. Uh, Let's (laughs) do number one. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and this week's number one reason to say, what a time to be alive! Number one comes to us from uh, Sean Hoggity, and this is a uh, story about. Uh,
1: oh, I forgot uh, to say, the safe story came from a Wholesome Ombre as well. Sorry. Oh, Wholesome Ombre. Go ahead. Uh, so
0: this is a story about uh, th- there was a, there's a, a job listing posted by a recruiting agency in, uh, in London. A, uh, a position for a, a dog nanny to live with a family and ensure the overall well-being happiness and safety of their dogs so you know this is some rich people um, dogs plur-
1: it, dogs plural or dog singular it
0: appears dogs plural um, but like the idea that they have space and sort of bandwidth to have a person living with them that only takes care of their dogs is a uh, you know a little, of, a little bit of a tell um and uh, let's see here I'm, I got the job listing here because the job listing is still up. Um, but, uh, I will say that they, uh, it has expired because they took, they basically stopped accepting applications, um, because the salary for this, the yearly salary was, uh, $127,000 a year. So it was, oh my God, just to play
2: with pets. Amazing. I would like maybe
1: leave my whole life for that. (laughs) It's possible. Yeah.
0: This is like one of those things where it's like a it's like you can get a job a uh, six figures to live on an island for a year you know what I mean? where you see those things that you know they right. have like, like you know like uh, yeah it's, it's like that but you just get to live in you, London
1: if you eat this hamburger you get a million dollars but you can't use your phone for five minutes like one of those <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> oh I don't know um, yeah ten million dollars or a ten minute meeting with Jay Z it's like I'll take the meeting because I'll learn how to yeah. make it it's like okay
2: yeah yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh yeah, so let's see here. It is a little bit more involved than just like watch the dogs here. Uh so I'll read some of these bullet points here. And some of this is just like gussied up like what you think a dog name would be, I feel like. But um uh unparalleled care and attention to the dogs. Uh treating them as valuable members of the family, including feeding, grooming, ensuring they receive regular exercise and playtime. I mean, okay, you know, that's about what you expect. Grooming I assume these people will pay for, like, a professional groomer. I doubt they're, like, expecting you to, like, do, like, the actual grooming. But I'm sure, like, the maybe clipping nails, like, cleaning, you know, eye gunk and that kind of stuff. Um, coordinate and oversee all vet appointments, vaccinations, health checkups, pretty easy. Um, but,
1: again, interesting that it's, like, it's not like they're hiring a vet. Right. Like, $127,000 right, $127, to take the dog to the vet.
0: Right, you're ju- you're just like setting up a Google Calendar like for that stuff, <laughs> yeah. and With like notif- with like notifications in advance, uh, unless there's like 40 dogs, this does not seem that complicated. Administer <laughs> medications as prescribed. Keep detailed records of their health and medical history. I'm not sure what that means, but okay. Um, here's the here d- d- develop a personalized exercise regimen for each dog. So. <laughs> That's a little bit more. It sounds, I think that might, they're going to have
2: to get Kath involved to show them some stretches. I'm going to show these dogs some stretches. Yeah. Dog stretches.
0: Uh, (laughs) So uh, utilize positive reinforcement techniques to maintain and enhance their training. Um, Accompany them on domestic and international travels, ensuring their comfort (laughs) and safety throughout the journey. That's s- so
1: good because it sounds like the dogs are going to like national conferences, like yeah, alone. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. They need to be accompanied on international travel. Um, yeah, the dog's going to Paris.
0: This, right. this may include coordinating logistics, arranging, arranging pet-friendly accommodations, and adhering to specific travel regulations. I like the idea of like you will have to be strapped in down underneath the plane. Yeah. Uh, next. To- <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have to go in the cargo hold with them. Make sure they're
0: cool. You uh, go in the
1: carrier also.
0: Plan and organize socialization opportunities for the dogs, including play dates with other dogs, visit dog parts parts, parks and participation in dog friendly events. Um, so
1: you gotta be like connected in the dog world. Maybe,
0: to do yeah. This. Yeah.
1: You uh, gotta have other other dogs on speed dial to come play with these dogs.
0: Collaborate with other household staff members, such as housekeepers and gardeners. I love to I love to say about my, my house collaborate with other household staff members such as like that's like including but not <laughs> limited to you know like yeah. there's other people okay um so yeah so uh, and then uh stringent security measures to safeguard the dog <laughs> i mean because i mean yeah if, you, if you're some if you're some like you know big shot millionaire uh you know if somebody kidnaps your dog you could probably get a pretty good ransom it's like it's like well, a kid not good right? you know so i guess you have to get like a Creasy, you know, like a like a retired French Foreign Legion, you know, guy <laughs> to help guard the dogs, um,
1: <laughs> and
0: uh, he comes back alive and finds purpose, you know. Once, when, once, yeah. He's I'm just imagining.
1: Um, have you ever seen Beau Travail? I have not. Oh, Okay, it's. I mean, <laughs> Uh-oh. It's, it's, spoiler alert: uh, the guy is uh, a. <laughs> I don't know if you, like, hate that movie or, like, are you just, like, I, I, don't, I don't know what any Don't of spoil means. IT. <laughs> don't spoil it. Okay, I won't spoil it. It would be funny if that movie ended up with a French foreign legion guy in it taking care of dogs is all I'm going to say. Well, yeah, I mean, like, um, man,
0: I, I'm, nobody steal this idea. Man on fire, but with a dog. That sounds like a yep. movie that would make $500 million with the right Absolutely.
1: person in it. If you did, um, like, Mighty Ducks, but instead of a hockey team, it's dogs. <laughs> That'd be pretty good.
0: These dogs are never going to amount to anything. It's
2: like (laughs) Underdogs, literal underdogs. This big shot lawyer
0: got a DUI and is forced to volunteer (laughs) uh, coaching these dogs. Uh,
2: (laughs) I mean, that's kind of
1: personalized exercise regimen. I feel like this is a dog coaching job to some extent.
0: Yeah. I get Uh, it. Wonderful. And then they, Uh, you
1: know, the international travel is that they have to go to Iceland to play the Iceland team of dogs in whatever sport they're doing.
0: So um, there were, there were, yeah, there were, there were between 300 there were over 2000 applicants. I mean, there must've been a lot of this complete nonsense. Like I love dogs. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. that, that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if you have that kind of, it's good that they're paying somebody well, I guess. Um, I would imagine that this is sort
1: of the opposite of most of these like rich people job descriptions that go viral that ask you to do like 900 jobs and they just call it like assistant or something. And they pay like, you know, $3 a grand a month. Yeah uh so that's good these people actually like hey if they got the money yeah pay them am dollars sure and they, they live
0: and they live in like and presumably I, I don't know maybe some at least some meals are are a part of the like this is this is actually becoming yeah. like pretty legit you know actually okay now i'm talking myself into this now um <laughs>
1: how much wh- how much would you pay to have a eliza attendee
0: i don't have that kind of money so i don't, I don't even know i mean uh <laughs> I, I i wouldn't even know where, where to where to start uh
1: how much like if you had someone doing this for Liza like how how much time per day do you think their job would be because Liza's a puppy like I feel like you have you are like it won't be like this forever, but as of right now, you are like kind of a slave to this dog, like
0: she kind of runs the house yeah that's true she
1: runs the house, yeah
0: um yeah, I mean well, it's you know some training and stuff taking her out when she. But she has to go, putting her in for naps. Yeah, I mean it's you know we're always aware of what's going on with her. She's not she's definitely not a background player uh, these days. So yeah, if we had a person you know that was sitting or something, it would be like a. What's she doing like, right now? Uh, she's with Whitney right now. She she got out uh, about five minutes after we started. She her nap was over. Um, I'm sure she was already kind of sitting up and staring. Uh, I didn't I didn't look, but uh, she's probably training some. Um, I would imagine, or maybe maybe we gave her the uh, the snuffle mat. You know, which is like a little, just kind of like here. It, have some food. It's in all these little various crevices, so it will keep mm. you busy for a little while. Animals
1: um, love to fish food out of a crevice. Yeah, that is like one yeah. of their favorite things. It's
0: huge. So, um, yeah, she's doing good. You know, we're 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 getting there. She's she's started to become a little bit more. She's not constantly like walking around and doing stuff. You know what I mean? Like mm. like, like we don't have to constantly be like, hey, what are you doing now? What are you doing now? Like, what's you know uh, what what. what? So that's, that's been good. Um, we, we gave up and now she has bed access. Um, when there's a cover on, you know, like she still sleeps in her crate and stuff, but like in the morning or, or you know, during the day we, we put like a waterproof cover on that she can like pee on and it won't go through it. So, um, mm-hmm. so she can go on there. And I think that has made it a lot easier. Uh, because otherwise, cause the bed takes up a lot of the space and there's no way to separate her from it. There's no like door to the, where the bed is. So there was just a constant off, off, okay, time out, (laughs) off. You know, it's like nonstop. So now she can just get up there and chill. So that's good, at least.
1: I'm surprised that wasn't part of this job description is just keep the dogs off the bed. It is a full-time job, 40 40 hours a week, $127,000 a year. Your mission is to keep them from the bed. Right. Well,
2: these people sound like they would be dogs in the bed, people. These people sound like they probably- Have a, an extra large bed so that the dog has plenty of room. And someone comes in
1: and like does their sheets every day. You know? Yeah, exactly. So like yeah. if the dog is disgusting, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's well co- the
2: dog probably gets a bath every day almost. Also, you know? yeah, probably. Yeah,
0: it's it's a little it's a little interesting. Like the well, I need someone to take care of this dog all the time and be with this dog all the time. Um, like how often does this person even see that? You know what I mean? Like it's, right, it's, it's just yeah. like a strange. I don't know. I mean, well, you, could say this. Is, you could say I this about like, people with kids, like you know, that have like nannies that don't ever see their, yeah. you know what I mean? It's it's a weird kind of thing. I feel, I yeah, feel like true. this is
1: a thing with like, I feel like I've seen a bunch of famous people get like a ton of dogs and it's like, you're like a touring musician, you know? Like, I, I feel like that's kind of a thing. People get like a million animals and then don't, not that they don't take care of them. They probably hire people like this and like hang out with them when they're home, but it's like you can just keep get, you can like hoard animals if you're a famous person who has like a lot of space and a lot of money, I feel like, but I don't know. I feel like
2: the reason this person is going to get fired is because the dog is clearly going to love its constant companion more than the original people than the original people, the family, and they're going to get jealous. It's going to be a love triangle for sure. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah. So, so they, they, they pulled the listing probably because they got a deluge of, you know, um, I feel like for something like this too, like you wouldn't need like a public, you don't have to do like a public dragnet to find people. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, got, you gotta know. You, you go Ask to some their agency, other rich friends. right? And they know somebody who who is you know perfect for this, and they, they you know they get you know Alfred but for dogs or whatever, right? Like that. I feel like I that's, have a,
1: I have like a semi distant. She's like a step cousin or something who's like a nanny for celebrities and like. I think she applied to one job like thirty years ago, and now she just gets passed around, like when a friend of the people who like some kids grow out of needing her, and then they recommend her to like other famous people, and then she takes care of their kids, and then she like moves on to the next. Like they're not putting job applications out a right lot of the time. Right. I'm like hey, anybody want
0: to? We want to read through some emails here. Yeah, definitely. Very cool. <laughs> uh,
1: well, they have the other another person they've hired to read through the emails. I'm certain. Yeah. This is all This is all automated. But. <laughs> yeah, if any of you get this job, let us know. Let us come play with the dogs. We'll pass whatever stringent security clearance we need. Yeah, probably.
2: Uh, yeah. come play with the dogs. Yeah, you know so, you need a background check on this one. They're going to do. Absolutely. They're going to dive into the person's life. Oh, yeah.
1: You'll be followed by a, a private investigator. Your, yeah. Your
2: darkest secrets will be unearthed.
1: No question. <laughs> yeah. But. Worth it for that salary, I think. Yeah, I hopefully, yeah. and hopefully
0: you get to wear like the John Wick bulletproof, like fancy, like Savile Row, you know, sort of uh, yeah. attire as part of this whole thing as well. That
1: should be part of the like perks of the job is that you get like a nice Savile Row suit. <laughs> a dog attendant. You, but you get like a special. It. You get like a special glove to like pick up their poop.
2: You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and you drop it into a velvet bag and then throw yeah. it. On. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh, yeah. So, yeah cool so good best of luck
0: best of luck to those dogs is what i will say
2: b of l kate what do you have to plug um i have a podcast called reply guys um i have a special that's going to come out sometime this fall still don't have an exact release date but you can find out about it if you follow me on instagram at kate i have two t's and Willet. so yeah i'm on there two l's two t's follow kate yeah yeah uh, there's so many ways to spell Willett, so I specify sometimes because there's a lot of Kate Willetts, but they're all spelled differently.
1: Yeah, I like I have that problem when like people come to shows or whatever and they're like, oh, where can we follow you? And it's like, do you have five minutes for me to spell my last name for you? Because you're going to yeah. get it wrong the first time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Nightmare. Not like this Patrick Monahan over here.
0: Yeah, very easy. Too easy. They go to the train guy. <laughs> That's true, they do. <laughs>
1: Anyway, uh, let's, let's roll our plugs.
0: Yeah. Become a subscriber at patreon.com whatatimepod for weekly bonus episodes and much more. And head to whatatimepod.com links for our merch store, discord, and more. Follow Patty, Kath, and Eli on Twitter and Instagram at pattymo, at Kath Barbadoro, and at Eli Yuden. And check out Kath's other podcasts, Lie, Cheat, and Steal, about liars, frauds, thieves, and bullshitters, wherever you get your podcasts. Here's where you can see us doing stand-up this week.
1: I have a show uh, July 7th at uh, the Silo, 90 Scott Ave. It's uh, the monthly installment of Paid Protest. We have a great lineup for you. Lily Michelle, Mike Drucker, Carly Mowgli, a bunch of other people. It's going to be really fun. Um, Come to that. It's at 8 p.m., uh doors open at 7 30 you can get the link in my twitter bio uh the ticket the ticket link is just the the link at the top of the page so click that it's a dsa fundraiser so it goes to a good cause and uh yeah i'll see you there thanks for listening everybody
0: any connection to the apple tv show the silo is that is that related to that at all
1: uh i do not believe so <laughs> what happens in that show it's like a dystopia right
0: yeah they're in the silo that's the, what the show's about.
1: <laughs> They're engulfed in flowing grain.
0: <laughs> They're in the silo. And the question is, what's outside the silo? Who built the silo? Mm. Why can't you leave the silo? Et cetera.
1: Well, what's outside the silo in this case is Bushwick, Brooklyn. So <laughs> okay, qu- asked and answered. Uh, <laughs> come to the silo. We promise not to trap you in it. Fair enough. So, check uh,
0: it out. I have nothing to plug. Follow Liza. On in- I'm Patty Mo on stuff. Follow Liza on Instagram. Liza.Lagoto. Um, I will do it. She's good.
1: She's very cute. You'll you'll be you'll enjoy it. All right. Bye everybody. Bye
2: everyone.